welcome to the Momgasm podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. Welcome to this week's episode of the Momgasm podcast. We kick things off talking about Stonerville, move into all of the dirty, delightful, and delicious things that we hope to one day try in the bedroom, but haven't quite yet, and end up leaving you on a total fucking cliffhanger. Get yourself strapped in because you are going to laugh your boots off in this episode. Enjoy! Way to start the show. It's like all bottom edge. Oh yes, have fun editing that. <laughs> oh my god, I love this because I feel like I never get to see you anymore. I know, right? And know. it's been like we're doing this like once every two weeks thing. Are you okay? Yeah, my back just hurt for some. Okay, um, but we're doing this like once every two weeks scenario scenario yeah. scenario right scenario. right now. Um, and it's weird. It's so weird. It is. And when we get together, we're doing like two episodes in one time. Or and more. we're like going all out and we're fucking... We just did a photo shoot. <sighs> yeah, we're... And we... We're killing it though. Oh my God, we're totally killing it. We're super behind on what we have to do. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Um... Anyway, I was just going to tell you about a little uh, high existential crisis that I had the other day because it's I think it's pretty funny. Um, do you ever have those? Like when you get high and then you just... It's like everything either totally makes sense or nothing makes sense. Yes. Or And sometimes simultaneously at the same time. Yep. Right? Yep. So, I've been having a lot of migraines the last week, oh, which yeah. has been really shitty. I've suffered from migraines for fucking ever. Um, started getting them in grade two. If you're listening to this and you're a chronic migraine sufferer, mm. oh, I feel for you. Mm. It's so hard. It's so fucking hard. They're debilitating. Um, anyway, so I, I had been experiencing some migraines. They, for the most part, I've been like, asymptomatic and not really had a full-on migraine for almost six seven years out of nowhere i got two in the span of three days fucking ridiculous so like my body's been really tense and if you've ever had a migraine you probably know that feeling of the next day where it's it's almost like you feel like you're hungover Mm -hmm. but worse Mm -hmm. where like sounds are way too loud and light is too harsh and like you have this gnawing feeling of wanting to throw up all day long and you're like I just don't feel right Mm -hmm. so because of this I was like fuck it I was having I think it was like the day after the second migraine and I was like I'm just not feeling great I tried to push this off all day um 
this feel like just like putting my head down doing the things that I need to do and I was like whatever it'll be fine and then I think four o'clock hit and I was like no I'm done I still feel terrible because you kind of keep waiting you keep waiting for that moment where you're like oh by lunchtime I'm sure I'll feel fine or oh by two o'clock I'm sure I'll feel fine or right and then it just sometimes it just lingers for a lot longer anyway it was bitch was lingering Mm -hmm. and so finally I was like fuck this I need to just I'm gonna get high I'm gonna get really high and I'm gonna see what happens and we'll go from there so I didn't want to use the stuff that I have on hand that I normally would use so which is higher CBD lower THC I was like fuck it I just want to get a little buck wild mm-hmm. <laughs> and enjoy myself and I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a joint which again is like a luxury moment for me um so I'm gonna roll the joint and I'm gonna use Jeff's stuff so I'm gonna use my husband's Stuff. What was a THC? Higher, higher, high THC. <laughs> high THC. So needless, good stuff. needless to say, I got fucking wrecked. Fuck yeah, you did. Fucking wrecked. Fucking, like, just, oh my God, I was so Especially high. as a joint. High THC and a joint. Yeah, you're, that's a I recipe was, to get fucked. I was so high to the point where I was sitting, so I was sitting on the back deck and I had this beautifully rolled joint, which if you have never rolled a joint with a dollar bill, dollar bill, I'm not American. American $5 bill. I'm not yeah, an, yeah. I'm not an American, but I did dollar, use dollar American beer. money. If you have not done a joint with the money method or like the bill method and you suck at rolling joints, go YouTube that shit because it changed my life. Yeah. I want to YouTube Tightest, this. cute, cutest, 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 cutest joint <laughs> that I've ever rolled in my life. Um, and if you're a seasoned joint rolling professional and you're laughing at the fact that I have to use gimmicks to roll my joints, you're welcome. I'm just laughing at cutest, cutest It was super cute. It was like super tight because I only wanted to do like a skinny one. Yeah. I mean, I'm laughing, but uh, I I suck at rolling joints. You would have appreciated it. Oh, I I appreciate a good joint. I love joints. Love joints. I mean, I love the vape, but... Joints is like, it's like romantic to me. Right. There's something romantic about smoking a joint. Like, it just like, I feel like I'm back in like the 70s or something. Right. And I'm like just kicking it back on my stoop. With like my excessively <sighs> high-waisted pants. Yes. Right? Yes. I, I, yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> so great. So good. Uh, so I'm out back. I'm sitting in the, in the only chair that was on our back deck. You were just, yeah, we were just I on my just back there, deck. Yeah. So sitting in the chair and there was like, there's a lot of trees in the back yard so like as the sun is hitting the deck it like comes through these little like peepholes in the trees and I'm like sitting and there's like some sun shining on me and I'm smoking this joint and the point that I realized I was so fucking high was when I just started crying because I was like this is so magical and I'm like how grateful and blessed am I that my husband's inside watching my two kids and like cooking me supper and I'm out here like smoking a dube and <laughs> don't have a goddamn care in the world and how lucky am I like I'm just weeping I'm just fucking weeping Hashtag #blessed seriously though so blessed but ser- so this is this is the level of high that I was I was like in touch with my feelings high <laughs> and so this is continuing and I'm having all of these crazy conversations with myself and 
the point where I started crying is when I put the joint out. I was like, oh, this is, ooh, we gotta slow down. <laughs> We're fucked. So I'm like in this place of just like gratitude and like, oh my God, this is amazing. I just love everything. And like momgasm is amazing. And like, so I'm like going down the rabbit hole of feelings. And then out of nowhere, I started to have this moment where I was like, this is the point where I usually start doing something when I'm high or I'll start watching something Mm. or whatever. And I had that like need or that want of like wanting to watch something. Mm. And I, out of nowhere, this is so, this is a little bit embarrassing, but also maybe a fucking revelation. I don't know. But I had this moment. I was like, maybe the reason that I want to watch something is because when I'm high, I'm like opening up this portal of consciousness and it's too much for me to handle. So I want to distract myself by talking too much or by like doing something or by like switching my brain off and having like information come in. And I was like, oh my God, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And then I was like, well, what would happen if I actually just sit in this? I didn't, but... (laughs) And what happened next, Lindsay? (laughs) That was the point where I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get the fuck out of here. (laughs) This just got too fucking weird. But then I came in and I I highly tried to explain this to Jeffrey. Where I was like, I was outside crying because I'm so grateful for you. And like, you're my king and all of this stuff. And then I was like, and also unraveled the universe. (laughs) So you're welcome. Oh my god! Man, I've I have had those ex- that exact thought before while high, like multiple times. And like I've even said to Ollie, I've even been like, I need to watch something because I can't handle what is going on inside my head. Right. Like I don't want to deal with it. I just want to close it off and watch something. Or sometimes I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's fucking get into it. And me and Ollie will just sit there for hours getting into it. And yeah, sometimes it's great. Other times it's not great. Right. But it's also like. <laughs> It's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. The thing I love about being high is that you are unbiased. You don't, you're not existing with an ego. You were like, you're pretty, you're just kind of like in this plane and you look at situations and you can just look at them for what they are. Look at the truth of everything. You can look at different parts of your life and be like, oh shit, I was a dickhead there. Oh Mm. fuck. Wow, yeah, that was really beautiful, and I'm really proud of myself for doing that, and mm. so on and so forth. Like, it just, like, elevates you, where you're kind of, like, looking down on your life and, like, everything around mm. you. And that's why, like, sometimes if there's, a, like, a really... If I'm having to make a, d- a decision on something, I will purposely get high, go upstairs, and meditate about it. And mm. then when I come out of it, I'm like, I know what to do. Yeah. The universe has spoken. I think there's also a, a very fine night balance and this is the thing i mean this is the thing with anything oh yeah um with any kind of tool um especially like a consciousness altering tool or something that's going to open you up is recognizing these things and then using with intention and knowing like conscious consumption which we talk about in In the cannabis cannabis and motherhood right yeah um but it was interesting where i like I recognized like where it was going and am am now in this space where I'm deeply considering like taking one hit and just sitting down and meditating for like 20 minutes and seeing what comes up and just journaling it all out because I think that would be really powerful to help like 
clear some of the things or maybe even connect to that higher consciousness or whatever. This got really like weirdly spiritual Dude, and high and honestly, awesome. Honestly, <laughs> I did that last night. I, I know I like, I, we, we were talking about last night and, and when I was editing, yeah, I, I smoked up and I was like, I'm just having a rough day. But anyway, before I started editing, I had smoked a little bit and I was like, I kind of feel like I need to get inside my body. Like, I feel like I've been really disconnected mm. from my body. So I'm going to take a hot minute here and connect. I ended up having a really hot pleasure session nice. but it was really i have never done this before and i don't know i th- i think i read something because it came into my brain all of a sudden i was in in the studio in our studio we have a bed um oh my kind of studio yeah it's a great fucking studio it's a great, great layout fucking, great, fucking oh yeah we fucked many times in that operative studio. words <laughs> anyway so I was in the bed and I was naked and I was just like, you know, just feeling my body so I could get in my body. And all of a sudden, this like, the shadow part of myself, and it's a figure, it's a dark hooded man, he came forth. And I, I felt the fear that I usually fear when it comes out. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna like, pr- like present myself to you, but with like love. Ooh. Like I'm gonna like invite the love and sensual part of myself out and embody that and instead of feeling afraid, I'm going to feel sensual and all these other things. It was fucking intense. No kidding. I have n- never done this before. And it was... It was incredible. Um, so yeah, weed is a tool, as a conscious tool, as a meditative tool. That is my jam right there. Right. That is my jam. And then other nights, I'm just like, I just want to get high so I can relax and zone out. So I can lay on the couch and watch Suits? Yes. <laughs> Netflix and chill. Absolutely. <laughs> and then other you nights, do, okay. yeah. You do know Netflix and chill is like slang for sex, right? Oh, I know that. Okay, good. But it's like, is it honestly? Because when I say Netflix it and is. chill, I ain't having it sex. But if that's... I'm having sex, I'm going to say I'm going to go fuck right now. But I know. But I'm just for... for the this is funny because this would be a point that like jeff would feel the need for me to clarify because he's really big on his like internet memes and like all of the weird shit so he's it's funny i didn't know this for a really long time and he was like by the way you do know what that means right and i'm like yeah i'm watching netflix hanging on the couch he's like no it's fucking it's called for fucking I'm like oh that makes a lot more sense yeah. so i'm like this is me <laughs> taking one for Jeff, being like, I will admit defeat and my weirdness here. Partner. But I also feel the same because yeah. I'm like, but what if I actually just want to chill on the couch and watch yeah. Netflix? Why can't I just? I, I love doing that. Say that and let that be that. Yeah. And I'm also one who's like, I'm fucking. Yeah. I'm like, fucking. stop with the code words or like, stop with the little slang. Just say it. If you want to fuck, just fuck. Say, I want to yes, fuck but you. On the, but on the internet, you can't always. True. Right? True. Censorship is alive go. and well, right. which is a whole other conversation for another day. For another day. But I love that you kind of just said that this was like a first experience for you because we're technically, although we weren't planning on talking about cannabis, which nope. we're not from this point <laughs> no, on, no, maybe. No. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. What we're actually talking about tonight is things that we have been interested in doing in the bedroom mm-hmm. that either alone or with a partner. Mm-hmm. That we have not yet tackled. Mm-hmm. That we have not yet uh, put those pants on. Yeah. Or rubber gloves or yeah, gag we, yeah. or whatever. Because we talk a lot about the things that we are doing and the things that we, you know, yeah, that we enjoy doing in the bedroom right now. But we don't talk a lot about things that we've never tried. Or like the areas, the, 
For growth. Yeah, for growth, yeah. Like, I have never really been interested until lately in kinks. I love that we're talking about it. <laughs> Jeff and I got into this conversation in the car. <sighs> so, yeah, and like kinks is something that it's also something that I want to learn more about. There's yep. a lot, a huge amount, and it's just like pretty much a lot. There's just anything mm. can be kinky. It's the most vague sentence. Yeah. Anything could be kinky. Well, you know what? My understanding of a lot of this is vague, so there you go. Well, this And this is why I love, one of the reasons, one of the many, many reasons that I love that we're doing this podcast is because it's it puts us in a position where we have to actively seek out these things. Yeah. Right? Whether we have a genuine interest in them or not, yeah. we have the pleasure of like finding people that work in these arenas and are experts in these arenas and bringing them on the show and talking to them about it and getting yeah. educated because one of the one of the big things is there's so much taboo and shame and discomfort mm. in these conversations where there really shouldn't be right. like there is a need and a place for almost everything mm-hmm. um and i think with tools like the great tool belt of kink or whatever, yeah. um, can be really helpful for people in supporting them in going through something or experiencing something or processing something or whatever it is that they need, yeah. right? In a safe environment. Yeah. And it's the more that we talk about this and the more that we talk about the avenues for doing this stuff and what it might look like for somebody who's never entered this arena before, the more accessible not just the opportunities become, but the conversation itself becomes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Well put, friend. Thank you. Very well put. Like, I'm just really fascinated about all of this. And this is so similarly, we were getting into a really big conversation lately about what we might be interested in. And mm-hmm. one of the things that came up for me, which we've been actually talking about a lot, is being tied. Dude, yeah, that was the thing I was gonna say. Shibari? I think it's Shibori. Shibori? Yeah. Yeah. We have a listener that can not only correct us on that, but actually, hopefully, will come on the podcast. She's actually already kind of agreed to come on the podcast and maybe do some experimenting with us. I'm really into this idea. Right? Yeah. So what's fascinating to me and this is the conversation that jeff and i kind of got into where it's like where is the line between sex and like sexual healing yes in these different modalities that are available through things like kink or um being tied Mm -hmm. so that's where it's like for me and so it was really interesting that we're getting into this conversation because we were kind of talking about i think initially when you had kind of presented it it was or at least my assumption was what what are Jeff and I want to do in the bedroom mm-hmm. maybe and I was like that's not something that I think I want to explore with him mm-hmm. but it's 100% something that I want to explore for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's what like when we kind of shift into okay well what do I want to do or explore with my partner versus what do I want to do and explore for myself that's potentially most definitely, going to enrich the experience that I'm having with my partner. Yeah, because that's something that we don't really 
think about when we're talking about sex and our sex lives and things that we want to try that's new, we automatically think of doing it with someone else. Yes. You never really think about doing it just for you, something for you, whether that be boudoir photography that you did, which I, I mean, I take my own nudes, but I'm working my way up to getting to a photographer. Anyway, um... Yeah, and like other things like buying yourself different toys, mm-hmm. doing the the shibori, like these are the type of things that can help you get in touch more with your own sensuality and feel more comfortable with what turns you on, mm-hmm. finding what turns you on. Because a lot of us don't even fucking know. Mm-hmm. A lot of us just go with whatever we watch in pornography or mm-hmm. what, whatever's been prescribed to us. And if we mm-hmm. if that doesn't turn us on, we think there's something wrong with us. We're mm-hmm. like, well, fuck, like. I don't get off on this. Like I'm having trouble orgasming with the, you know, X, Y, and Z. So there must be something wrong with me. It's like, Mm. no, there's just a whole world out there. But also magical world, but also maybe there actually is something too. So there's both, there's both sides. And I don't, I don't like something wrong. No, I was just literally (laughs) just going to do that. Literally just took the fucking words out of my mouth because there's nothing wrong with you but maybe there is an area that needs to be healed through yeah yeah, yeah. to allow you to access yeah that part of yourself yeah right and i mean we're all healing we are all healing we all have trauma in some way shape or form um and this is where i actually get excited about all of these different things especially through kink where you could be and probably are dealing with working through trauma whether you actively realize it or not Mm -hmm. which is what's really kind of cool so for me one of the things that really draws me to the idea of being tied which is why i'm like i need to do this Mm -hmm. is i'm such a control freak that's my whole reasoning too i'm very much i like being in control and in the bedroom i am more of the person to surrender but there's something about the idea of feeling the pressure of ropes around mm-hmm. my body being suspended in the air and having to completely surrender yeah. to the experience and have that like intense vulnerability and trust. Yeah. Like there's something that's it's, just. Yeah. Ditto. You're just hearing you say that. I'm like, that's just, it sounds meditative. It mm-hmm. sounds yeah healing it also has huge potential for sensuality mm-hmm. being turned on. Like, I mean, that also, I've always been interested in, I remember like when I was a teenager hearing about sex swings for the first time. Yes. And I was like, sex swings? What the fuck is this? And I, like, lo- I love what we're segueing into sex swings because that's also one of mine <laughs> yeah. that I've never tried. Are we like the same? Are we morphing into the same person? Definitely not, but clearly we have similar interests. I think so. I mean, I don't know why this, but yeah, the sex swing, the feeling of thinking of like just sitting there with, you know, your ankles tied, your, you know, perhaps your, your hands tied too, and just being completely almost defenseless for me. That's what it's like. Mm. Cause I feel like when I am in the bed, in the bedroom, I'm on the offensive. Like I'm like, mm. you can't come so close to me, mm. you know? Well, that's where they, I used to be. Now it's, it's changing into something different. But that would take it another step further. And I think one day I'd really like to try it. And and the rope. And so, and this is the thing. Like, I feel like the rope situation has to happen first. And it's got to be just for me thing. And then the the more that I lean into that and explore that for myself, the more I can see maybe bringing ropes or a swing into the bedroom Mm -hmm. and exploring it 
with my partner Mm -hmm. because there is for a really long time I was like no you're never tying me up I don't like that idea it's stupid like I want I don't want to feel like I don't have control Mm -hmm. over the situation so even when I'm being like submissive um and leaning into my feminine there's still that aspect of I can move my body or I can change something or I can Mm-hmm. say something and right which is important mm-hmm. is important but what would happen if I worked on that space of f- feeling a hundred percent confident in surrendering yeah. like how would that change things and could that potentially open up an area of new pleasure that I've not been able to experience with my partner up to this point mm-hmm. right so this is where I'm like Whoa! Didn't there used to be? This is a little bit off topic. Didn't there used to be a sex show, conference, festival thing that used to come to Halifax? Oh yeah, remember that? Yes, yes. Does that still come here? The everything to do with sex show. Yes. When is that? We should go. We're going. We should have a panel. Yes. We should like do a live show with them or something. Everything to do with sex show. Yeah, we should go. Google the shit out of that. Are you googling it right now? I am not. I'm gonna Google. Googly 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 goo. Yeah, I think that um, I've never been. I've always wanted to go. Um, yeah, fuck. Uh, what other things? So, so. Um, oming. Oh yeah, we're gonna do that experiment. Still need to do that. I haven't yet. Though, although. Did you try to do it to yourself? No, you can't do oh, it to yourself. I tried. But I've implemented the tech like the basic technique of oming into sex Ooh. in some ways so what do i mean by that so oming if you have no idea what oming is um oming is orgasmic meditation it was i feel like it was coined by a group called like oh i can't remember i believe they're actually in a bit of trouble right now or or yeah a little bit hot water where there's um i think it might have been like sexual assault oh dear stuff going on where it's it's the conversation of like it's a cult etc etc however um i do know a few friends who swear by the actual practice and so I've been really interested in trying it, but for the longest time, my partner wasn't interested. So it's orgasmic meditation. Does it say who? Nicole Day Daydun. Daydun? Daydun? Um, the creator of orgasmic meditation and the founder of One Taste. One Taste. Okay. That, I couldn't remember what it was. Um, however, the premise is that it's a partnered activity. You have your stroker and then you have your receiver. And... There's a specific way to set up your nest. There's a specific way to have the receiver lie. There's a specific way um, that the stroker strokes your clitoris. And essentially it's 15 consecutive minutes where the clitoris owning human is being, which would be the receiver, is having their clitoris stroked Mm. for... 15 minutes the upper left quadrant specifically of their clit stroked for 15 minutes as a form of like meditation and connection and it's 
the whole point of it is that it's goalless. So there's no goal. There's no goal to orgasm. There's no goal to get anywhere or do anything. It's just to be in that experience and connected to your body, to your energy, and to the person who is your stroker. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to do it so badly. So we're going to do this as kind of like an experiment once parenting allows it. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, for reals. Parenting's been a little bit crazy. But for me, I'm really interested in trying it to see how it's going to shift my body connection and body awareness. Like that's where I'm really interested. And then also the intimacy required and how that's going to shift my relationship to my partner because it's, it's completely separate from sex. So it's, you don't do it and then go straight into sex. You have to actively like pack up your space and end the practice and then fuck. Yeah. If you want, if you want, you don't have to fuck at all. So I'm super interested. So for you, what's what's the thing that you're most interested in or what's like drawing you to it as something that you want to try? Releasing control. Absolutely. That's always number one for me. Releasing control and um, having a, a, a sexual meditative practice. Yeah. I, I meditate a lot. And like last night, that was the first time I ever really had like a very meditative sexual experience but like that was by myself to to have ollie be a part of it you know i think that in itself would be such a an amazing way to connect with him and to connect on a level that i think you know we we really would benefit from it you know Mm. it's it's taking away the the pressure, you know, the pressure to, to, to perform and so on and so forth. And, and instead it's just getting you inside of your body, connecting you to your partner. And for mm. the woman, it's, you know, you have to have a lot of trust in your partner. I mean, 100%. it's very vulnerable. 100%. And I think that's something that I, I'm actively practicing in the bedroom is being vulnerable mm. with Ollie and trying different things. Like the other night in bed, um, uh, before we had sex, I just said to him, oh, it, it was, we had a couple days of amazing sex and mm. there was one day we woke up and he was trying to initiate and I was like, you know what? I kind of just want you to hold me like as if we had just had sex. <gasps> yeah. So we did that and it was amazing. And then all day we were like, the, f- the sparks were fucking flying. We had a little moment I'm in the crying. kitchen. <laughs> It was, and all he said to me, he was like, afterwards, he's like, that was really beautiful. Like, thank you for, for, for asking me to do that. He's like, because, you know, I, I forget how we word it. It was like something like my mind, as soon as you touch me, my mind will go to, okay, let's have sex. Mm-hmm. He's like, but you stopped me and you made me think, no, just hold your wife. <laughs> I'm going to take him. Fucking play from your playbook, girl. <laughs> Shit. That's that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. And I I think that this is something that so many of us feel. This um, pressure from our partner that any intimate touch will lead to sex. Yeah. And it sometimes creates that like recoil of like, ah. Oh, 
But how fucking revolutionary to just stop and be like, no, I really just need this right now. Yeah. But the, but, but so many of us like just don't put the words there. Or we feel like, okay, well, if I let this go on enough, right. I'll probably get into right. it. Which often we do. Yes, it's very true. I mean, yeah. But we might be bypassing an amazing moment mm-hmm. that needs to happen that's going to actually lead to more intimacy. Yeah, and it did. The whole day, like, we had a really hot, steamy, like, quick three minutes in the kitchen <gasps> while the boys were on the deck eating breakfast. And then there was another moment. Oh, then we, when the boys... Henry was downstairs watching TV, Roland was napping, and Oliver came upstairs to have a shower after I just finished, and we all of a sudden just spontaneously fucked. Nothing really happened. Like, we didn't come or anything. We just Who decided to fuck. Who fucking cares? It was, a, we've never, like, the the day was filled with things we've never done okay, before. I feel like Lionsgate is giving us a whole right? bunch of, like, Lionsgate and this, like, Leo shit that we've yeah. got going on right now. Can you explain what Lionsgate is? Because oh, no. I didn't know about I... this until a couple days ago. It's, find yeah, you, you find, you find a better description because i am not an astrologer and i will fuck it up so hard uh this is me recognizing my gifts and talents and when i need to use other people's gifts and talents Um, instead of trying to make if we'd be here here she'd be oh i know okay this is the description i don't know if it's going to explain it perfectly the lion's gate portal opens from july 26th to august 12th sending beams of high vibrational energy to planet earth however the energies are at their peak on august 8th just today. today. Yeah, I know. Oh, girl. I, Whoa. I fucked right before you got here. Whoa. In numerology, the eighth day of the eighth month is a highly spiritual and charged time. The number eight represents infinity, the infinite soul, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Lionsgate is not just about numerology, but also astrology, and involves the movement of the sun into its ruling sign of Leo, mm-hmm. the sign of the lion, and the and rising Le- of the star Sirius. Yeah, and Leo is like fierce lion pride energy like i just feel hot Ditto. as fuck right Ditto. now like yes. i've got my fucking crop tops on i bought my high-waisted shorts i'm strutting around like i fucking own the I place i did all of this today because i feel so hot like, yes yeah 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 put pink in my hair yeah fuck yes and like we did a photo shoot jeff and i the other day yesterday i think it was which by the way if you ever want like some fun to turn your man on or your partner on, if you're not fucking a man, um, give them a camera and let them take pictures of you. They weren't Ooh. even like sexy pictures. These were like me fucking around, getting headshots and like, I like this it, idea. He was so turned on. By the I end of it, it was inspired. unreal. I like that we're like swapping cameras <laughs> here. I hope y'all's taking notes. <laughs> but seriously, it was like fucking fire. It was fucking fire. And so I love that you're talking about how you've been feeling this like incredible mm. sexual energy right now. I'm feeling this incredible sexual energy right now. Um, we also fucked in the shower for the first time in ever, Fuck literally yeah. ever. Um, which I'm not a shower fucker. Yeah, I was just gonna say, usually, you, Lindsay, you only fuck in the shower when you're on your period, girl, okay? <laughs> what the fuck? I love that you were just gonna tell me when I, when and how I fuck. I like that our relationship has, has gone here. Okay. 
Okay, so you fucked in the shower. <laughs> but we fucked in the shower because like we did this we did this photo series and yeah. then I was like I was super turned on. He was super turned on. Both both kids were home. Both kids were home. Yeah. But he was like, I have to have a shower. And I put on Pokemon, the the like d- detective Pokemon or whatever movie yeah. for Alexis, which delightful fucking movie. I if you watch that. Oh my God. It was so good. I gotta watch that. so good. It was like the it perfect, it was the perfect mix of like nostalgia meets yeah. like a, a decent storyline that's different than what yeah. you know. So it was really fun. But we had watched it the night before and I was like, well, we still have the rental because it sticks around for like 48 hours. And so I put it on for Alexis and I think Fallon was sleeping. I was, I was like, I'm just going to go in the shower. And I was like, I don't want to fuck in the shower. That's stupid. And I was like, no, Lindsay, you're, you get your ass in the shower. Mm, Like there is something that's calling you to the shower. (laughs) But I was like, there's something that's calling me to the shower. Just go. Drop the expectation of what needs to happen once you get in the shower. Go in the shower. So I, like, stripped down. I, first, I was like, Alexis, are you cool here, girl? Okay, good. And she's like, yeah, mommy, it's Pokemon. And I'm like, okay, good. Left her here, stripped down, got in the shower, and he was like, oh, hi. And then we were like, it's really funny because we were trying to initiate. It was going terribly. I was getting, like, water blasted in my face. <laughs> As you do in the shower. As you fucking do in the shower. And I was like, this is not working. This is stupid. And then I just kind of was like, again, drop the expectations. Just enjoy this. Enjoy that you two are alone in the shower. And then all of a sudden we're fucking in the shower. And it was fucking fantastic. I didn't come and I didn't even care because it was so fucking good. And then we, today, before you came, we were like, I could. I I was like, I hope you're ready to like pull your pants up and be like, show me a minute. But we were, so Fallon was like not sleeping, but we still, I don't know. I was feeling a little bit horny, also a little bit frustrated. Mm. And like, I got these new cute shorts in and I was like, I like my shorts. And he was like, your shorts are fucking hot. And I was like, yeah, they are. (laughs) And then... He, like, ripped my... He picked me up. Yeah. Picked me up. Carried me to the bed. Threw me on the bed. Took my shorts off awkwardly. And then just started going down on me. And I was like... Okay. Okay. This is great. And then we fucked. But what was interesting... This segues back to Oming. Because I'm sure you guys are like, what does this have to do with Oming? (laughs) So what I was doing is... While... We were interrupted multiple times by the baby that mm. woke up and whatever. Um, or she wasn't asleep. He was trying to get her to play with something so mm. that we could do the things. And we're like, oh, Sarah's coming soon. Fuck. Uh, do we have time for this? Did you check my text messages? If you were wondering why I wasn't answering, now you know. Now I know. Because usually you always answer I when know. I say I'm on unless, my way. Unless I'm fucking. There you go. Um, so finally, um, as he was like going to try and distract the baby or whatever, I was like, going back to my clip but I was like huh upper left quadrant and I was just like gently going Mm -hmm. back and forth and it it created this sensation that I have never experienced before in my entire life where it was like a burning fire Mm -hmm. but in the most pleasurable way ever yep 
And I was like, what would 15 minutes of this feel like if I wasn't having to do it myself? I got a little bit of that last night. I was like, I'm just gonna like go in the le upper left quadrant and see what happens by and myself. Like, and it was like this minuscule movement. Yeah, yeah, and I felt it and I was like, oh, mama. <laughs> and then at last I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I was like, whatever. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? But it was like... 15 minutes of that? It would be ecstasy. It was like the entire center of my being yeah. was dripping magma. Yeah. But felt also like honey. Mm-hmm. Like it was... <gasps> yeah, 15 minutes oh, of that. And then when... And then we finally, like, actually, he penetrated me. He penetrated me. That's such a fucking weird way of saying that. But that is technically he what he did. He put the D in the V. 100%. Uh, so he stuck his dick in my pussy. Yeah. Or the P. Put the D in the P. Oh, my God. Uh, but I, like, it was, like, instant coming. Fuck I was, like. <laughs> and then I had this, like, really fun. It was almost like I was just glazing in and out of these like orgasmic waves mm. like oh my god mm. it's great it's fucking great that was so a lion's gate that was a really, <laughs> really... <laughs> lion's gate <laughs> these two women have clearly been on the prowl <laughs> yeah yeah on the motherfucking prowl yeah fuck the other the other night um Holly and I just went upstairs and something was leading up to that. I think we were having a really sexy day again and we went upstairs and something we've never, this was another thing that we had never ever done before. We got in bed and all of a sudden I was like overcome with this feeling of just wanting to stretch in bed and have him look at me stretching. Oh, right. Ooh. So all of a sudden I was just like, I'm just going to stretch for a sec. So I just got up and I was like, I, you know, touched my toes and then I put my feet together and I bent over and like, I was just like. Or, you know, organically moving my body. And all of a sudden, he came up behind me, put his legs around my body. Then he started helping me stretch. And then we were breathing together. And then it just turned into us fucking all of a sudden. And I was like, oh my God. And afterwards, we're like, what just happened? And then we fucked again. Lionsgate happened, bitch. And we've never done it. Ollie and I, like, we usually, we fuck and we're done. Leo season. And, but we didn't even come the second time. We just fucked. And afterwards, we're done. And we started laughing. We're like, what What just happened? And I was like, I don't know, but this shit's great. Isn't it amazing, though? Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging this. Right? I'm digging it. Right? But like, I love, one, yeah. of the, one of the other things that I'm loving so much about this podcast and these conversations is like, we get to come together and it's like, right? it's shocking how similar mm -hmm. we'll kind of experience the energy of what's going on a lot of the time. I think that's why Mongas was born. Like something brought us together. Oh, 100%. Because our trajectory is so similar. Like when you're having a really shitty week, I come over and I'm like... Girl, me too. We connect over that. Right? And then, like, if we haven't really turned on, we, we connect over that. It's just... It's really cool. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. Um, are, is there anything else? Like, what else do you want to try that you have not ventured into as of yet? Ollie and I have never done anal. And we... Oh, yeah. We kind of dipped into that a little bit the other night. You dipped the dick? He dipped the thumb. Oh, the thumb. And afterwards, he was like, did you like that? And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look, you look from Star Wars. Like, <laughs> what was that? 
my my guttural voice. I fucking know what that was. That's my death metal voice. Oh, so you got um, a thumb in your bum. Got the thumb in the bum. <laughs> and then we had a conversation. And we were like, what can like? Because we were trying to talk about like butt toys and things like that. He's like, I don't like the word butt. So then we were like, let's try and find. A word that's not English Bum. for butt. Oh. So like another like like the Spanish word for butt or French word for butt or German word for butt. <laughs> no, I, no, I really want to know what the right? German word for butt is. Let's Google the German word for butt. Oh, can we get no no no? I can do what? you one better. Hey Google, what's the German word for butt? In German, that's hintern. <laughs> that's hintern. <laughs> Why do I always have to have this voice when I talk German? Das das hey Google, what's the Spanish word for butt? In Spanish, that's extremo. Extremo? Extremo? What is it? Derriere is French. Yeah, derriere. Which what? Is... Hey Google, what's the Portuguese word for butt? Ooh. In Portuguese, that's bunda in its feminine form and bundo in its masculine form. Ooh. Bunden? I don't know. I kind of like that. Bunden? Is, Is that? that? I don't know. Hey, Google. What's the Portuguese word for butt? In Portuguese, you would say bunda in its feminine form I think it's dun- form dunda? In its masculine I don't know. Form. She's too far away. I can't hear her. What's, um... What's another? Ooh, Italian. Hey, Google, what's the Italian word for butt? In Italian, that's... <laughs> Why did Google just censor the Italian word for butt? for butt in italian you would say what the fuck (laughs) oh my god i'm crying (laughs) i'm actually crying all right well i like culo so you you got a thumb in your culo i got a thumb in my culo that's way better than butt except for maybe in a different language Kulo means something entirely different. Probably. But that'd be even funnier. Oh my god. Oh, now I'm gonna Google that. Kulo. Oh, speaking of other languages, um, Zoe Ligon, Ligon uh, on Instagram, she had uh, sex stuff. Uh, sex stuff with Zoe. She used to have this awesome show. Anyway, I follow her. She's amazing. She's a sex educator. She had this hilarious, she always posts hilarious videos of herself on Instagram dancing, just ridiculous videos and or music, and she's like twerking. But yesterday she posted um, herself dancing to this song, and I think it's Spanish. What? That's why. What does culo mean? Culo is a vulgar word in Spanish, literally meaning butt or ass, used in range of coarse idiomatic expressions. Oh. 
So that would be why it's centered, which makes no sense. That makes no sense. But I found the answer. Sorry to interrupt you. Keep going. Anyway, there is a song. I think it's a Portuguese or Spanish song. And it's literally about women's vaginas being sweaty in the summertime. (gasps) It sounds like I wrote it. Right? (laughs) And the video of her twerking or video of her dancing to it is her over top of a fan. And she's like fanning off her pussy. It's fucking hilarious. No, technically... Technically, your vulva can be sweaty, not your vagina. There you go. Thank you. Uh, because your actual vagina does not sweat. There are no sweat glands. I'm going to try and find Sally. Anyway. Um, that's fantastic. Very fantastic. So, bum, bum, bum in your thumb? No. <laughs> thumb in my culo. Okay. I'm going with culo. Okay. Um, so, yeah. A, a plus experience for you. Thumbs up experience for you. Absolutely A plus. So what are you guys thinking next? Are you guys going to get some toys? I said to him, I was like, I think we're going to stick with... You guys. With- <laughs> I know, right? A- yeah. Um, I still have a trouble. I have to correct myself every now and again. Right. Um, I told him I'd like to get a culo plug. <laughs> I'm sticking with this. A culo plug or culo toy. I was like, but for now, I just want to like us to, ex- you know, yeah. experiment and whatnot, get comfortable with it and then branch out from there. And then, like, other kinks and stuff, it honestly, it just comes down to me needing to educate myself. Like, to get out there and have more experiences and exposure. Back back to butt stuff. Yeah. Because it's my favorite. It is. Uh, I do. I do love me some butt stuff when I'm in the right mood. But we don't have any butt toys. We don't have any... Really? No, we don't. So this is something that we've wanted to get for a while. Again, if you are listening to this, if you sell butt plugs, mm-hmm. feel free. Send some bitches some stuff. We will mm. do reviews for you. Mm-hmm. If you know of a company that would be down with this, oh my goddess, let us know. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I thought you would like that. I thought you would like that. I like that. Um, anyway, what's interesting is the other day I was asking... I was talking to Jeff, because we talk a lot about sex now. It's just the best. Awesome. Um, I was talking to him, and I was like, hey, is there anything that you really want to try sex-wise with me, with yourself? Like, what what you thinking? And he's like, the only thing that I can think of that immediately I would like to try is anal beads. And I was like, Ooh. I'm not interested. So not interested. Really? Super not interested. Why? I d- but you're interested in the culo plug? Yes. Butt plugs fascinate the shit out of me. I'm sticking with the word butt. I love the word butt. Um, butt plugs fascinate me. Like, I love the idea. I don't like the idea of something slowly being pulled out of me and the different sensation between, like, the bead and the string. Oh, I think that would be really nice. I do not. I feel mm. like I'd be like, I'm shitting rabbit turds right oh, now oh shit yeah no pun intended fuck yeah but right like honestly like that that's where my brain goes <laughs> and so i don't yeah that'd be weird right yeah i mean i'm open to trying it again if you want to send us anal beads yeah feel free but i just unused let's clarify <laughs> that <laughs> However, I just don't, it's not something that I would readily invest my money in Mm. because I'm not like, yeah, I think that's going to be a great sensation. Mm -hmm. That being said, most things I will try once as long as I don't have to invest much in it. Yeah. I definitely want more toys. 
I want an arsenal of toys. I want a trunk. I yes. want a tickle trunk. Literally a tickle yeah, trunk. <laughs> I do. And I want like way more um, sexy uh, underwear and yes. bras. Yes. Not just for it to have sex. Not I just know. to like initiate. To just wear. To prowl. In. To prowl. To just wear under my clothes and feel like if I'm, you know, and I'm ovulating and I'm feeling really hot like right now to be able to do that. I don't yes. have anything like that. Really? I don't. I've got. I'm starting to build my collection, yeah. which is exciting. I also. Excuse me. Jesus. Starting in with a burp. Um, I'm also in the space where it's really hard to for me to find a lot of stuff because of my mm. drastic asymmetry in my mm-hmm. breasticles. Um, breasts. They are breasts. <laughs> Memories. Chesticles. <laughs> breasticles. That used to be what I called them when I was young and stupid. Um, so yeah, that's a bit of a challenge for me. And sometimes it leaves me like feeling really frustrated mm. because I'm like, I just want to be able to go to a store and get cute lingerie and yeah. not feel like I'm missing a part of myself. You know what I really want? Sexy silk camisole. Like <gasps> yes, dresses. Like a teddy? Like a, Yeah, like a mini, mini dress, sexy, silky thing. Yes. I was looking at someone's Instagram and she was, what? Shut the fuck up. We should go shopping and like record while we're shopping. We should do a video. <gasps> Bam. Bam. We're going to do Doing a sexy try on haul. <laughs> I'm actually like totally down with oh this. Oh my God. 100%. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. That would be delightful. Yeah. That would be delightful. It would be. Okay. We're going to do this. Love me on Rose. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Right Stop now. Tape. Right yeah. now. <laughs> Shut the computer down. Fuck this. We're not planning a retreat. We're just going. Okay, bye everybody. Shopping. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Momgasm Podcast. Are you craving a little bit more Momgasm? Are you maybe daydreaming about getting away to quiet little part of the world to connect with yourself and other badass bitches well guess what you should come to our first retreat we are hosting a weekend retreat this september at windhorse farms here in nova scotia together Lindsay and i are going to cultivate some space just for you and the other badass bitches to get interested in yourself and your own brand of sexy through self-exploration, movement, breath, art, community, conversation, dance parties, and so much fucking more. Whether you're simply needing a getaway to recharge or you're ready to dive headfirst into a more vibrant connection with you, we've got you. We're almost sold out, so follow the Facebook link in our description for pricing and more details. But one last thing before you go, I have one more little thing to say. It's kind of a big thing. The Momgasm podcast is in the final round of voting for Best of Halifax 2019. Yeah, yeah. Do you love us? Do you support what we're doing at Momgasm? Do you like seeing two badass mama jammas unapologetically doing their thing? Then you gotta go vote. I'm serious. We are so fucking excited for making it to the final round. But we want to see you mom, guys, and make it to the end and take home gold, baby. Yeah, gold. 
It would generally mean the world to us. And it's a simply yet powerful way to reaffirm this wild and crazy beautiful thing we are doing with this podcast. So go now and vote. Please, 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 please. Even if you don't live in Halifax, follow the link in our description. And actually, that's all I got for you. So yeah, go vote. Come to the retreat and subscribe, 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 blah, 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 subscribe, please. That's the only way that you're going to know of the newest episodes coming out from Momgasm. So make sure you subscribe, you like, you share, you review, you do all those wonderful things. And that's it. We love you. Mwah.